All three. Top. Those are my top three. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it on the donkey. <laughs> ew, ew. Did it pin it on the donkey? I think that's on camera. Uh-oh, right? I've had a few drinks. You might need to cut that one out. <laughs> what did I just say? Nailed it on you the donkey. You might need to cut that out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Millennial Mentality Podcast. I am your host, Nick Agnelli, here with my co-host, Peter Price. And our guest today, Berkeley McGahee. Hey, y'all. What's up? <laughs> um, as you can see, we are in a new set. Pete yeah. and I decided to switch some things up, and we figured out what a better guest to bring on than Berkeley for oh, it. I'm excited to chat with the boys. This is awesome, you guys. I'm so proud of you guys. Thank so, you. Thank you. Let's get into it. Super stoked. Berkeley knew us in high school. Um, she was a grade below us. I be- Yeah, you were 2014, you graduated. Was, yeah. Um, and she always had this bubbly personality about her that made her stand out, you could say, you know, to say the least. Um, I met Berkeley actually in for second grade. Were you? I, I think I was in second grade and Berkeley was in first grade, and we it's had not this a contest. You guys, <laughs> nice, right. I know her first, bro. I swear. But we had this thing where, like, it was like a, two classes got together, and yeah, the older kids were supposed to read to the younger kids. Yeah. But I, like, wasn't a great student. I feel like Berkeley ended up reading yeah. to me most of the time. Okay. Pete um, was my first crush, to be fair. <laughs> Yo, so. Pete was a lot of people's first crush. I know. I'm straight. I'm straight. I think he was I my know. first crush. I was like, I got a little jealous. Pete had his straight, you know, and, and, and um, like, second grade, he had, like, the little flip of the front of the hair and the perfect, like, My dad used to say it looked like I ran into a wall. Literally. Oh, boy. <laughs> because it was, it was a little just cutie. a straight-up flip right yeah. in the front. Good but times. um, Good but times. you always were just a trip, and someone to be, you, you know, and someone that um, I never got too close to. Like I never hung out with you outside of school, but I, we definitely knew of yeah. each other, and we we ran in similar cliques. But your and... energy always stuck with me. That's why I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you. Subscribe, you guys. Like follow <laughs> along with these guys because they're they're made to do this, and I'm Thank excited. You. So. Get your hype woman like Berkeley. Yeah, fifty yeah. percent hype woman, fifty percent photographer. Wow, she does everything. <laughs> um, so in high school, um, we always knew of each other. You were always doing great things, um, and then in college, we both went to the same college. We went to UCF right. together. I didn't go to UCF, but I was in the area, and um, and then you just kind of blew up there, um, you know, meeting the right people, doing the right things. You worked at a bar there. I did bartend for four years. I got fired. I actually got fired from every job I've ever had. <laughs> but... Why'd you, how did you get fired at a college bar? So, you college bar. Shit. Yeah, let's start there. So, I would just give away stuff, you know, to all the Sigma Chi's. Like, I would just give away shots. And, you know, like, I love the attention. Like, it kind of, like, <laughs> validated me as a bartender and, like, a woman. So, I just gave everything out for free. Classic. And finally, after four years, they were like you know we saw you gave away like two beers so you're done I'm like you guys just waited now to just fire me now like that's funny (laughs) so I was like peace but like low-key cried I was sad but then I started photography so yeah no I'll go ahead and get into that soon but yeah that's kind of how that's that helped me with photography because I had known so many people and I think you relate that to that with you know that kind of like built your market in that area it's very yeah, parallel industries you guys work in. Obviously, tattooing right. and photography it are takes two different one things. Person, right. Exactly. It's your book, it's your network, you know, right, and, right. and who you know and how right. you can push that. Um, we'll bring it back to uh, Jupiter real quick and growing up. What was your life like growing up? What was your family like? Were you guys close? And, and, and explain that to me. Right. So, my family life growing up, yes. We, so, we have plenty of trauma to unpack, you guys. So, Going back to even before high school, I grew up with divorced parents. Um, that was really hard for me. 
And then I went to Dwyer. I actually, um, so let's just go ahead and unpack all the trauma here. I had, I had an eating disorder actually freshman year of high school and I was so obsessed with my body image that eventually I grew out of that. And as soon as, soon as I went to UCF, I kind of was out of that was kind of got more into the bar life, whatever. was more confident in myself, low key still insecure though. And then um, wait, where was I going with this? Sorry. We talked about freshmen. You're, you're, you're unpacking like, the trauma. Yeah, unpacking the trauma. Right, unpacking the trauma. So, yeah, I started bartending, and then um, that's when I started photography. But back in Dwyer, yeah, I was suffered from anxiety, depression, OCD, anxiety, like eating disorder. I went through it all, and people, I feel like people look at me and they see, like, the fun, lighthearted Berkeley but they don't know that I have so many like layers and been through the ringer and that all contributes to where I am today. So yeah. what were you doing back in high school to deal with that kind of stuff internally? Right. So I was forced to go to therapy like four times by my parents and that was really hard. Eventually snapped out of that. I think that's like kind of when I met you freshman year, I was, yeah. you probably remember me like really thin and yeah. then I kind of like got some meat on my bones, you know, Dwyer. <laughs> like, and then, yeah, I was got out of that. But that took a lot of inner work and just doing the inner work. And, you know, I don't really like therapy. Whatever works for you it didn't really work for me. It kind of took like just getting myself out of it. Does that make sense? It, it, it also has a lot to do with the therapist you're with. They're kind of like doctors, you right. know, or they are doctors, you know, yeah. so... I have I've personally had horrible experiences yeah. with therapy, but I also yeah. feel like I'm not giving it justice because uh, my sister's in parallel industries, and I know if like I had someone like her, she would change everything. You know what I'm right. saying? So I think it, it takes the right person. person. Exactly. Yeah. So kind of that didn't work for me, but I think it eventually you do look in the mirror and you're like, all right, am I gonna live like this? And like still to this day, like I have my own insecurities. Like I'll wake up in the morning sometimes to be like, oh, I hate myself. But that goes with photography that that helps me to like make other people love them, love themselves. And that kind of like helps myself as well, like seeing the beauty in everyone. And then I can like in myself ish. So I don't know. No, that makes sense. It, it it's all, like it that never sense. really went away. Like it's not a cure all. Like yeah. I still to this day, like have body image issues. Like I'm still learning and evolving and growing to love myself. And I think photography helps that. I think first off, you saying that is so powerful. Um, you know, me and you are very similar. Yeah. So everything, all your kind of anxieties boil down to body image in one way or the other. And um, for me, yeah, again, my my whole life I was overweight, and then I was very fit for four years, and now it's something I continuously fight with. So it, it's tough. As I said on on that episode, I talked about it. It's crippling when you don't feel comfortable in your body. It's so yeah. it's so crippling, and it's hard to explain to someone. But you yeah. don't want to go out. You don't want to be seen. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. So I understand. Like I just want to like cover myself. Exactly. Like, and I've gotten so much better. Like for real. Like I don't diet. Like I kind of eat what I want. I used to be so obsessed. Like never made myself throw up, but was really just so strict about it. But I think you just relate so much. That's why I look up to you so much. Thanks. So proud of you. You look amazing but you relate to that so much so what are your thoughts on that i think that 
it's something that you just have to continuously fight. We, yeah. we, you know, we were talking about demons the other day, and it's just one of those things that it's it's always gonna be there, and you have to learn to live with it. But the more that you attack those problems and you talk about it and you work yeah. on it, the quieter the fucking yeah. voices get, uh-huh. right? Like shout out to the world, exactly. I am insecure, and then it gets <laughs> yeah. better. You know, and, and, what, and what it does, and what it, does it, it is powerful yeah. because everyone is right. Everyone is yeah. so so. Some people obviously have harder problems with it than others. But everyone is so when you say it outside of the world, people don't feel so alone. I feel like right. that's that's part of what goes along with anxiety and depression yeah. is you feel alone in your issue. Mm-hmm. One of the main reasons I wanted to start this was to talk about issues that all of us kids in our right. in our mid twenties are dealing with, and and make everyone feel like you're not alone in those issues, right? right? And, yeah. and that talking about it and, and being relatable. Because um, Pete and I haven't made it yet. It's not like we're sitting here on the crown, you yeah. know? You gonna make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, but like, but when you in doubt, just it. take the next small step. Put yeah. one yeah. foot in front of the other. Like, it's not That's a cure-all. All you all, but like yeah. you said, like, it's best to just know that you're not alone. It's best to understand that you're never alone. Yeah. So hopefully people can find some peace in that. And you're a beautiful, grown-ass woman. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, and, and to be honest with you, I, I've always... You, I, I wouldn't have guessed you had body image problems. Exactly. You look at me and you're like, wow, yeah, she's yeah. so confident. Yeah. yeah, hot photographer. Yeah. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I, I wake up and I'm like, holy shit, I hate myself. But then yeah. I snap out of it and everything's fine. And that's not every day, yeah. but I think that's every woman in the world. Yeah. When you wake up and like you feel alone in that thought, you almost feel like a burden to like tell someone sometimes. Yeah. So that's your why doing what you do in your profession because you yeah. feel like you you're able to make women and men feel beautiful. Yeah, like yeah. that's kind of like my standing point in photography is to like have someone leave the shoot and feel more confident, you know? Because yeah. I know if I have am having my picture taken, I am a, a mess. Yeah. I'm a anxiety mess. I'm like, oh hell no. So you tenfold rather be behind the camera than yeah. in front of the oh, camera. Oh hell yeah, yeah, because no, I don't know. Then I, I don't know what to do with my hands. Well, props <laughs> to you for coming on here today and getting yeah. in front of the camera. Yeah, 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 it's all good. This is comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I feel safe. So growing up, again, you know, you had the, the body image struggles. Yeah. Were you close with your parents? I know your brother, he's a great person. How was that family like life like? Yeah, so Teddy is Teddy. You guys yeah. know Teddy. Yeah, yeah. We're like, Teddy. You know, we'll always be kind of close, kind of not. I don't know. He lives in Fort Lauderdale, so mm-hmm. he lives with his girlfriend. But when we catch up, it's always great. But you guys we were, were pretty actually close, in, close age, right? in high school. We were closer in high school because we obviously lived together, but... Yeah, parents were divorced, was more close with my mom. My dad always lived away in Wellington, and then he eventually moved to Naples. So he was never really around. Kind of when I would see him is when he would come to take my brother and I to dinner. Okay. So So kind of was missing the dad figure in my life, which led to, like, an abandonment issue. (laughs) Yeah. So you always... You always, you know, wanted that. I laugh when I'm nervous. It's fine. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, drama. It's something you feed for was a a father figure. Yeah. 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 And that's why I would just really attach to anything in life, like boyfriends, whatever. Would you express that to him as a kid growing up? Yeah, kind of. I feel like I kind of realized it later on in life, which is so important because that work that you need to do can come up way later in life. And you really need to look at that trauma and see, like, oh, that's where that is le- emotion is coming, coming from. from. yeah. And, like, it's okay. So just work through that. But, yeah. 
went to college and then he actually got sick. And then, well, before that, let's, I want to tell you guys how I started photography. Okay. Okay. So we were on a trip in Napa Valley. I was like 21. We were wine tasting. I took a picture of a flower with my camera that my dad got me for like a hobby for Christmas. And I took a picture and he was like, wow, you're pretty good. Like you should make an Instagram. So I made an Instagram, made a little business. It was called Imaged by Burke. I don't know what I was thinking, but then it was Berkeley McGee Photography. Now it's a long ass name, mm. whatever. <laughs> and then, so I made an Instagram, made a business and he was like, oh, you'd be pretty good. So then I started doing grads and stuff in 2018, started doing families and couples. And then all of a sudden he took me to breakfast and he said, like he has cancer and I'm just like what like I broke down crying and was not okay and yeah that was really hard and little I didn't know the entire time that he was sick which was nine months that he it was stage four so I didn't really know that he was dying they were trying to protect me because I was still in college and then I kind of was just figuring out that I wanted to be a photographer he was getting sicker you know he was dying and I was really just realized that I want to do this with my life. So he passed away October 2018. And then from there, I would say is when I really took off because I was I was so depressed for months after that, that after that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna like fuck fear, I'm gonna go all in, I'm gonna bet on myself, I'm gonna do photography. So then good things started to come my way. And now I'm just kind of like doing it in his honor. But yeah, that's how I started photography. All right, I'm going to unpack a lot, like a lot of things here. Mm-hmm. First off, that's incredible. Um, Thank you. I, and I think just from being next to you, you kind of view his voice as the one that pushed you to go yeah. after your, your your passion. Right. And he kind of handed you that. And um, and it's beautiful to hear. With your dad passing, um, how were those? So he told you, and then how long after he told you did he pass? Nine months. So you had about a nine-month period knowing that he right. was... And uh, then I graduated in May, and then he passed away in October. And, like, I, they wouldn't tell me that it was stage four. They were, like, protecting me, whatever. But he hadn't shown up on my graduation. I was like, oh, shit, like, this is real. So after that, I was just really focusing on photography. But I had gotten so depressed like anxiety, trauma, like not well, because, you know, he had never been around. So then it was like even worse. And it's like you can't compare anyone's pain. But, you know, like some people might say like, oh, like like some people might be close with their dad. Like I wasn't like it. There's no good way to put it. It, it all hurts. So how did you f- you, you, f- you fight that when he told you because we have like a like par- parallel uh, personalities, and I know when I get dealt hard things, I kind of internalize it. I and, shut down, and I shut down. And um, if you ever, I tell my friends, if you ever see me quiet, you're sitting in a corner. I'm probably pissed or yeah. you know, something. You know, I just kind of shut down. Yeah, I don't want to say anything rude. I don't want to. I don't want to be a dick. So I just kind of shut up and sit in the corner. Right. Um, is that how you kind of dealt with it? Or did you feel like... Yeah, I was not well. Like, grieving is so different for everyone that kind of when he was dying and when he died, it didn't feel real. Like, I was still in the shock of it all. So I would just stay distracted in school. Like, still didn't realize he was dying. I was so naive to cancer that I was like, oh, yeah, it won't happen to my dad. Like, legit thought that the entire time that he was dying. Like, no way. Like, he'll beat this. Literally thought that. But now I'm so educated on cancer. It's like, yeah. 
It's tough. And and one thing we've been talking about with all these guests that come on is they always kind of say, like, you know, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, Mm-mm. if what whatever life throws you, no. make it beautiful. No. And and to every I literally said on the last one, I said, I said to him, I said, one devil's advocate to that is some people have trauma in their life where it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's it's not beautiful. Can on the I other add side. to that though? I love that because like my my good friend you know just lost someone close to her and I was like okay I'm just gonna tell you this right now like if anyone says that they're in a better place or like blah 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 blah, just say just fuck that because like fuck the silver lining and like the small talk and like no it sucks like just let me cry yeah so that's how you should be there for someone it is it's like don't say that it's like good like know the difference between positive reinforcement or like you know what i mean and support yeah, yeah. like negative support that, that makes sense and that's typically what i try to do is just say hey whatever you need like i'm here you know yeah. what i'm saying like i i don't i don't know your pain you know right. I, I don't i don't know what you're going through for me right. to be like you know it's going to be better i have no fucking clue right exactly. so um but it, it's just a caveat because a lot of people you know, we're all dealt a different hand in life, but a lot of people haven't been thrown that curveball. Like Pete and I both have both of our parents. Right, you know? like so, you literally can't understand. You can, it. Yeah. We don't expect you to. Right. But that's when you kind of just have to be like, "I'm here if you want to scream, laugh, cry, whatever." And as I said with the demons before, the pain will always be there. You know, I've, I've never yeah. lost again. So you know, your your dad being gone now hurts just as much as you know three years ago. Right. But. But you, maybe you, you experienced that pain without even losing your dad. Yeah. yeah. You know? And maybe now you look back at it as the good memories, not the bad memories. You look back at it as your dad being your guardian angel, not your dad being right. a terminally cancered patient. Right. And that's the thing. If you've ever lost someone and you think of them going out or you think of them getting sick, like, just replace that thought with, like, a good memory of them. Like, whenever I think of my dad sick, I'll just think of him when he was like fat and eating my food off my plate. (laughs) And that's how you remember your dad now? Yeah. Yeah. You just got to kind of switch it, but. And and so that kind of, you know, tosses me to my next question, which is if someone recently did lose someone they love, what would your advice be to them? Acknowledge your emotions and like, it's okay to be sad. Like I actually was dating someone when, my father passed and he left me because I was so unwell and we don't like that like you want someone like surround yourself with people who love you unconditionally and who are going to be there for you and who won't judge you for what you're feeling and like take all the time that you need journal therapy whatever it takes for you just do that in that moment because everyone grieves differently and I became like clinically depressed like four months after my dad passed because I was so shocked like during the funeral and stuff. So then I just had to acknowledge my emotions then and do the inner work. And I don't even know what I mean really by inner work, but just well, do what you got to do yeah, to get what by. What was it for you? Yeah, well, let me ask you, what was it? What like going it? to the gym, okay. exercising, photography. Photography saved me, honestly. Photography like is my main source of happiness. Like more than any man, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but really. Um, I... It's 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 powerful, and I know people are out there who have lost someone close, and they're they're yeah. kind of in this same uh, ball room as you know. You know, it, it, it's it's they they understand what you're saying. Of course, me and Pete don't, but yeah. Again, I commend you for talking about it Thank because it's you. helping other people deal with their Thank situation. You. Yeah, and I'll talk about this story till I'm purple in the face because 
I can talk about it now, and I want to help people grieve. Like, this shit's hard out here. This shit's rough out here, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so how is um, how is being a photographer and owning your own being business? Being a photographer and, is fantastic. Yeah? I fucking love it. I don't know what I would do without it, really, because like I said, I got fired from every job yeah. I've ever had, which was literally just red mango. And then <laughs> 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 I remember It was that and then bartending, and I was like, wow, I really got to get it together I always want to do something creative it was I always like taking pictures since I was a little girl and then yeah it just kind of worked for me when all that happened with my dad and now it just has so much meaning to me mm-hmm. so I would never stop but yeah I absolutely love it let's I just want to keep growing and evolving yeah so I'm sure some of your past clients and future clients will watch this on a, on a lighter note, what is your most annoying thing about being a photographer? Because oh, I see you post shit. about it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So what, what, is it, for... what is a not-to-do list for a client of a photographer? Oh, my gosh. I made a video about this one time. Yeah. Have you seen it? Maybe not. But don't ask for discounts. <laughs> don't ask me to send you your pictures the day of. I love you all so much, my clients, but just don't do it. Yep. And, well, anyone just don't do this. And, I mean, there's a lot of things that are kind of annoying that I I don't even want to say because it's, like, I would say this to someone. Like, (laughs) even for, like, a a hairstylist or photographer, I keep hitting this with my shoulder. I'm going to scoot over. But, I don't know, I think it's kind of annoying when someone's, like, you, you like, say that you're all booked and then they're, like, you want to... like, let me know if anything opens sooner, like, mm. today or this week. And it's, like, nah. Because <laughs> it's, like, if you get that time, you want to, like, relax or yeah, edit, right. edit or something. Right. So I, like, I mean, shoot me in the foot. But I don't like when someone tells me if something opens up sooner. Yeah. Is that me? <laughs> no. And not, not in a cocky yeah. way at all. This is comes from setting boundaries and learning when to say no because you will get burnt out. Because I used to say yes to everything like every job, every single thing. And now I only say yes to what resonates with me. But that just comes from, I was feeling so burnt out. So you have to set boundaries and leave time for yourself. And that really goes for any business, I feel like. Yeah, but you have to work to get to that point. That, right. You have for, to work for, your ass, ass off. off. And that was from saying yes yeah. for like three years to like every job. Right. Even if I wasn't getting paid. Yeah, sure. Like this will help me. Yeah. And then you, and then it's like, there's levels. Oh my God. There's like levels to this. So it's like, you hit that and then it's like now you're on to the next level and it's you know you you grow out of certain and I feel like with photography especially and I mean it's not a field that I'm in so correct me if I'm wrong but um even just from talking with Spencer a lot you know I feel like something that people don't realize is it's not like you shoot the pictures and then you go home and put them on your computer (laughs) and the job's done there's hours of editing and going through hundreds of photos and People don't realize the behind-the-scenes stuff that's involved in that. It's not the just magic in the, the camera. The shooting is the easy part. Yeah, right, right. That's damn right. Because, yeah, you will go <laughs> and you will edit there for five, ten hours on one gallery. Or maybe I just take way too many pictures. <laughs> that's what I like to give a lot of pictures. That's what I think makes me stand out. So there's two picture. parts to it. There's the capturing and then there's the editing. Yeah. What's your favorite part? Not the editing. <laughs> it would be shooting because I like to hype people up. I'm a natural hype woman. Yeah. I genuinely like to make people feel good. And I like to have fun at shoots. Like, I like when, like, the girl, like, I do a lot of couples. So, like, the girl already picks me. And then the guy shows up. And you know, like, he doesn't want to be taking mm-hmm. pictures. Like, he's like, all right, like, let's get this over yeah. with. And so, like, that's, I like to, like, make him feel like he had a good time by the end of the session. So I just like to have fun. How do you do that? You just... 
you throw might, drinks in their face? <laughs> I, I don't really know what I say. Like, you might have to ask my clients, but I just, I don't know. I like to have fun, and, and my poses are sometimes kind of crazy and make them giggle, and sometimes we'll get drunk. Like, I'll have a drink yeah, before yeah. a shoot with clients just to get to know them and yeah. make sure they're okay. Okay, and feel it kind of yeah, loose. Not feeling awkward, yeah. Like, because otherwise you might be stiff. You you might very well be nervous. A lot of people are more nervous than I am coming into a shoot, so that's why I kind of like to be like, kind of feel them out. Yeah. Like, who are you? Like, do you want to be blacked out for this or not? Like, <laughs> yeah. It gives you confidence. Too. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it really works. And I haven't even asked you this, but I'm sure you know being you, you guys in your network being you know very well known and all this stuff you get hit up by people that kind of expect a discount you know because i know you i've known you since elementary school you know can you can, yeah ha, how do you deal with that do people straight up ask you sometimes yeah or? oh yeah if you <laughs> so wait i just had a really good point i forgot it damn Classic. but you if you don't ask for a discount you're more likely to, to get, get one yeah because then i will want to go the extra mile if you're respecting someone mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like, I'm not a business expert, by the way. Like, these are all opinions based off my own experiences. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes you a business expert. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> I don't experience that so much in the tattoo world now, but yeah. in the restaurant, in the bar business, it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Everyone right. that comes in that is your friend, which is everyone that comes to the bar, yeah. right. especially as the manager, you know, it's, like, my job to befriend everyone yeah. that walks in the building. It's because they know it's sudden, easier for yeah. you. It's easy for you. It then just you becomes have to pay standard. for all of your ink and stuff. I don't know anything well, about yeah. this. Well, yeah, so I mean the, the supplies and stuff for tattoos aren't super expensive, but every tattoo does cost yeah. me money to do, you know? Um, but I haven't, fortunately, I haven't experienced that so much yeah. in the tattoo world. I think maybe because it's like, it's something that the person getting the tattoo knows that they couldn't like do you know, on right. their own. So they sort of just respect what the price is. Right. But in the bar business, I just remember it being a constant thing, you know, every day. Like, and yeah. I, I'm the manager with the power to discount stuff and comp right. stuff. But when you come at you with that energy, like you expect it, you know, or sometimes people would really they come in and be like, oh, yeah. you know, I, I know that's Ned, you know, yeah. the, the owner's thing. my boy. Yeah. And he's like, okay, dude, I know the owner too. Yeah. Like, he writes my paycheck. What's up? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you have to stand your ground in photography. One of my biggest struggles was always charging people and even people I didn't know. I would just feel bad yeah. in my heart. I would just feel so bad. I don't know why. So you have to charge them or else they'll expect it. Right. And if they come back, they're like, oh, well, you're going to do this for free. And more often than not, they're expecting to pay. You know, like yeah. most people, I think, know that you're providing a service for them right. and want to pay. But I mean, I experienced the same thing when I first started tattooing, feeling weird right. naming my price, yes, you know, because it's literally just me making up it's a number so for weird. what I'm worth. And you yeah. have to have confidence in it, right? Because right. If, they, if they sense the, the fact that you're like, ah, 300 for yeah. this tattoo, If I you're know. questioning it, they're yeah. definitely going to question it. And I always like to say, like, just charge. Like, sometimes are people like, hey, like, I'm just starting. Like, what do I charge? You just charge whatever, like, you would pay for your photos. Mm. Like, yeah. Like, someone before was like, I would never pay $500 for photos. And it's like, but that's what the artist mm -hmm. charges. Yeah, right. So. It's standard. But art made for everyone is art made for no one. That's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> hey, no, Not the book of quotes. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to go back and tell 21-year-old Berkeley who just started photography at UCF one piece of advice, what would it be? 21-year-old Berkeley? Oh, no. I have so many layers. 21-year-old Berkeley, I would just say calm down. Stop wanting so much attention from boys and, like, start photography because I started kind of late. What, so, uh, but it's never too late to start. 
Wait, when did what? you start? When did you start? 22? I was like, it was like, you know, like when you start photography, it's kind of weird because it's like, okay, you're taking pictures, but mm-hmm. it's like, when are you officially a f- photographer? So yeah. like a hobby for a couple of years, like 2021, 20, 22, I would say like 23, I would be like a photographer. You started taking the UCF grad pictures at yeah. that time. Okay. Yeah. And then you kind of just like have so much to learn. And yeah. what, the more you shoot, the more you have to learn, I feel like. Or the harder you are on yourself. The more you have to learn, absolutely. So just be slow down, take your time, and, and realize it's going to be a process. Slow down, take yeah. your time, and live life. Because yeah. wow. <laughs> sometimes I would like stay in my comfort zone. That's the thing. Like Sometimes it takes a lot for me to like do something new. and like Because photography is a very social thing for me. So then it, that kind of goes back to that anxiety of like staying in your comfort zone. But nothing good happens then, so. You got to get out of it. Yeah. So what do you do these days besides photography to kind of fill your f- fun yeah. void? Yeah. So photography is my life. If I'm not <laughs> doing a shoot, I'm, like, wanting to do a shoot because okay. it's, it's literally what I'm passionate about. It's what I love. So I literally do photography, like, every day. You're booked on, or, or you're editing every day. Yeah, 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 editing, shooting, and then... I don't know. I love like <laughs> watching TV, <laughs> smoking. I don't know. Yes, I have my medical marijuana card. I like to smoke weed. This but, is a four twenty friendly podcast. Yeah, I just like chilling, man. Like I don't like to go out that much. I'll. I just like chilling. Really. What is Friends. we? What does weed do for you? Just, just calms me down, yeah. eases your mind, and helps with creativity. And I feel like if I like smoke a little before I shoot, it helps me like really get in the moment with that client. And dive in. You know it is like saying? I compare it to like having a glass of wine. Honestly, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like in today's no, world, yeah. And the only people that, in my opinion, f- feel differently are people who've never really smoked before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like these politicians or whatever it is <laughs> that never really just had a joint and chilled, or, yeah. or you know, even a, a puff of a joint. You know, it's just it's really not a serious thing. You right. Know? It's not that deep. No. Um, <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah. Um, and socially, you don't really go out too much. You don't. You kind of got all that out of your system oh, in yeah. college. College, yeah. I was a little rascal in college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did a few little things. I would go out, do my thing, you know. I'm good on that. Did a few little things. things. Yeah, I'm like old, I feel like now. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm 25, boat, I should chill. Yeah. I got all that shit out of my system. Right, I'm done. We've been going hard for a little minute. Now yeah. it's just like a glass of wine is good, like yeah, yeah, yeah. a little boat day or something. Yeah. And you're chilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It is a good excuse when you are working so much, though, when people hit you up to do something, you'd be like, nah, oh, I just, can't. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. not. You got an appointment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good to take breaks and leave the house. Yeah. But it is, and especially, um, who are you, like, who are your best friends these days? Who do you hang out with the most? Uh, so I, like, kind of dabble between some little groups of friends, mm-hmm. but I would say my closest friends are, like, you know, like, Rachel Young, yep. Kylie Bossy, okay. Alicia, Jillian Verney, yeah, yeah. Emma, all them, so. Gabby Sacco is, like, my sister for yeah. life, but... Yeah, I don't really have, like, a one group that mm-hmm. I kind of just like to dabble with all my little friends. Friends, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Um, if you were, we talked about it last week on his uh, Friday segment, but if you were to go back and tell your 19-year-old self something as far as personally, what would it be? Hmm. Don't care so much about what people think. Like, I would literally rather, I don't know. Like, I was so would just be ruined 
about other people's opinions and I would create them in my mind too. It's not like anyone said anything. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, I would go to high school and like, what if like, you know, like my fat in, is showing? It's like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> who, who cares? Yeah. You can't there's, change There's your, much yeah. more things about yeah. yourself than your body image. That's it. So. And, the only and like you, you said, a lot of the times you fabricate it, you know? Yeah. It's stuff that no one's paying yeah, attention to you like, like that. No one gives like, a wow, fuck. Wow, Berkeley has, yeah. like, these issues. Like, yeah, I got a lot of issues. Everyone yeah, does. I would just say, like, not everything has to be perfect all the time. Like, I also have really, really bad OCD. <laughs> when, <what laughs> Filled then? with problems. But, yeah, that just makes me feel like I need everything to be perfect. And that was way worse back when I was 19. So I would say just... Get over it. Get over yourself and just like get over it. So are you OCD in the fact that like everything has to be like perfectly organized? Yeah. Really? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like if I walk into your room, everything oh, is. Oh, there won't be one crumb on the floor. Really? And if you put one there, I'll whoop your ass. Are you gonna be a mom where no shoes in the house type thing? Oh uh, well, honestly, shoes in the house. Why it doesn't really bother me as much as everything else does. So Did you ever did you ever go over house when you were growing up and there's no shoes left? Yeah, sometimes some yeah. people will come over and like Take their yeah. shoes off next to the door, and I yeah. think it's so cute because, like, I don't give, I got my fucking yeah, shoes on in my hand. Yeah, right. I don't think about that as much as other it. things. Yeah, but I also like wipe Bruce's paws after we walk him every time. Yeah, every time. Like after we go on a walk, we come back inside, and really? I go, "Come on, Bruce," and he meets me by the sink. And I wet a paper towel. See, is that normal? That seems a little bit OCD to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely a little chuck. bit of OCD. No, I know I am. I like it. Though. That's good. We like a clean man. Just so you know, if you have any... <laughs> Who's we? Whenever you're referring to we, who's we? The Us. Females. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who is we? I don't I like to talk in, like, plural here. Okay. But no, if you have any qualities like Pete and you have a penis, please keep that up because... <laughs> We need that out of men. We need cleanly men. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked to you. seem clean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your crib is fucking immaculate. Maybe he just tied his No, Paige makes me up. better. You know, I'm like. Oh, uh, we a got family. a woman yeah. on the beat. Yeah. Hey. We, we okay, like man, those women. You know, I talked to We like women. <laughs> we had a debate last week. We had a debate last week. I'm going to bring it up. Um, I talked to a lot of people this weekend. Um, washing the legs is like a thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So oh, on the cleanliness, I, I, I look at Pete last week. We recorded an episode, and long story short, there was technical issues. But we got to re-record it. There was host issues. I looked oh, at him. No. I said, Pete, someone asked me the other day. <laughs> it's a weird question to ask. But they said, do you wash your legs? Like, do, like, like in do you, the shower. Like, you, like in your shower. Yeah. Like in a man. Of course. Like scrub what? your legs. Are you kidding me right now? So you better get that loofah, boy. No. Oh, so that was no, gonna no, be my no, next no, no, question. No. You use a loofah. Listen, or you're if just your a man hand guy? don't wash his I'm a, legs, I'm a, I'm a loofah guy. You're a loofah guy. Yeah. Are you hand? No. Yeah. I'm just really. So no. so are you a uh, bar soap or liquid soap? <laughs> liquid soap. Okay. And then you just lather. I get the one with the beads in it though. Oh, you're an exfoliating guy. Exfoliator. First of all, I used to wash with my hand and. Once I got a loofah, man, there's no, going, the back. There's no going back. After that, it's like, how are you clean without the... <laughs> no, that's my next thing, isn't it? I'm going to get the back scratcher. But do you use a loofah? Yeah. You don't wash your leg? Well, I mean, well we talked like about it. Gravity kind of does the work. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, no. Like, Hot tea, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Down the river is clean. Oh, you no. know what I'm saying? Down the river is clean. What? Down the river is clean. Oh, no. Don't don't fucking judge me. I'm not me. judging. Ask your man Poor at Nick. home if they wash their no, legs. No, no, no. Don't ask him because he might lie to you. Watch him. Oh, yeah, it's watch true. Him. That's true. They're yeah. sneaky. Yeah. I had some friends tell me no, I wash my toes. Yeah. Yeah. 
that goes for anything. Don't ask him, just watch him. If you don't know a man's intentions, watch. Just watch the boy. <laughs> Barkley's straight like this. Man. <laughs> that goes for anything. Yeah, uh, no, it sure does. I had fucking people tell me this week, guys, tell me this week, and they wash in between their toes every time, though. No too. way. And I'm like, that's a fucking flex. Really? Toss me every day in the shower, no flex, and okay. detected. You, you scrub in between every toe? I scrub till I can't scrub Are you an open anymore. shoe person? You, you wear flip-flops a lot, though? You know? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so difference, you yeah, know? Right. It's not even exposed. a look yeah. thing. It's a feeling of cleanliness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, it definitely hits down different down when you take a real good shower. Like, I was telling you when I answered this question the first time, <laughs> I used to play paintball competitively. Correct. And you'd be, like, yeah. fucking filthy after then those. So now I'm scrubbing everything, you know, in between the toes and everything. And it yeah, does let, let me preface better. that too. If I coming go to, if I go to the beach, who, coming from the man who doesn't poop in a public toilet, yeah, 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 yeah I, I can that. agree on that. Yeah, I got weird things. <laughs> but if, if, you, if I go to the beach and I have fucking like sand up and down my legs, I'm washing them down. Yeah. Yeah. If they're dirty, I'm washing them down. <laughs> yeah. On a normal day, if I'm wearing pants, shoes, and socks, and I didn't like kill myself, you had a protective layer. Yeah, dude, come on. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So, if your man says otherwise, I don't believe him. Fuck him. Yeah, you know. right. um, Hot tea, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But I, I was getting a lot of heat for that. I'm like, you know what? I can't. <laughs> um, That's funny. Second, um, what's your uh, top three cereals? Oh. I love this question. Ooh. Okay. This might be an unpopular op- opinion, but Honey O's, have you ever had them? That is an unpopular opinion. Is that the Walmart? <laughs> Shout out Gabby Sacco. You need to get Is that the honey Walmart version of Cheerios? It's delicious. Just buy the O's or I'll buy them for you. Where is Honey O's? Yeah, yeah, that sounds honey like, it sounds like exactly. bootleg Honey What do you mean Cheerios? anywhere? Okay, whoa, whoa. Wherever you want. Publix, Walmart, okay. Honey O's. Honey O's. Is it a Amazon? yellow box? It is. She's at you Amazon. Like, 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 she's ordering Honey O's on Amazon. Okay, keep going. <laughs> uh, so that's one? Honey O's is one? Toast crunch. Okay, yeah, basic. Good, Honestly, good. I feel like I kind of just threw that in without yeah. confirming that that's in my top three. Okay. <laughs> um, like a Captain Crunch? Oh, okay. No, okay. I don't understand the hype on Captain Crunch. Captain don't Crunch come at me with you that. You Captain yeah. Crunch peanut butter? Crunch berries. No, I'm not a big peanut butter. I really? love like the special K berries. Okay, that's fire. Not like even little, on a dieting aspect. Like a little fire. sliced banana? You ever throw some banana in there? Okay. Yeah. Slap that banana. You want to hear something okay. gnarly? My dad used to love Special K when I was a kid, yeah. and if we were out of milk, he'd use orange juice. That's mm. sketchy. Yeah, that's Nasty, sketchy. Nasty, right? Yeah. Fucking weirdo. You gonna need a backup with that. No, you go dry. You go dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not For sure real. about that. Strange guy. He also used to like put a scoop of protein powder in it, though, and it would just like clump up and be With disgusting. orange juice? Yeah, yeah. And just that's oh. unbelievable. I've seen that man eat some shit. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I'm sure about that. Dedicated to the gains. That is iconic. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big cereal girl. Hmm. What's your go-to like breakfast? Are you a breakfast Avocado person? Avocado toast, basic vegetable. Really? Right it is fire. It just yeah, no, sounds so good in the morning. I mean, what sounds better than a divine avocado toast? And I'm divine. talking divine bread. I want like a divine whole wheat bread with avocado and a nice sunny side up egg and you know what in jupiter they don't even like really have that here There's i'm a, disappointed you don't fuck with bagel boy mm-hmm. okay but i'll get an omelet okay that that is have you ever got yeah. one there no. it is fire you've never had an omelet from <laughs> not from bagel boys no yeah it's banging <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to Bagel Boy since like 2013. Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't live around here anymore. <laughs> I swear. Where do you live, Pete? West Palm. Okay. Like downtown almost. Okay, got it. Nah, he's the mayor of West Palm. He just... I'm there like every day for 
Worth Avenue shoots. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's a hot spot. It's a hot spot because, like, I feel like once I started posting that is when more people wanted to go there, and it's like, where else do I go? Yeah. Well, it's good to try something new, but I'm there a lot. What is your favorite go? thing to shoot? Weddings, babies, engagements? All three. Top. Those are my top three. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it on the donkey. <laughs> ew, ew. Didn't it pin it on the donkey? I think that's on camera. Uh-oh, right? I've had a few drinks. You might need to cut that one out. <laughs> what did I just say? Nailed it on the donkey. You might need to cut that out. We can know. We're going to run that's it back. Perfect. That's, that's, actually, that's actually the intro. Nailed it on the donkey. Uh-oh, I'm good. talking shit now. That was good. Um, <laughs> what do you do with the bridezilla? Have you had one of those yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, you want to talk Bradzillas? Oh, yeah. First of all, calm down, ladies. You will love <laughs> You will love what you receive on your wedding day. And don't come at us. And what I mean is we, us, is mm-hmm. other photographers. Don't give us a shot list on your wedding day. Mm. Just don't do it because... That's a thing? We, yeah. Okay. And, you know, these crazy wedding planners will give you, like, a shot list of, like, every single thing that you obviously are already going to take pictures of that's around you. Like, all the details, like, the neon sign, the candles, the umbrellas. Don't give me a shot list. Mm-mm. Because you're going to love what you get on your wedding day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like, I'm a professional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I will give you hundreds, if not thousands, of photos to enjoy on your wedding day. Don't tell me what's, what's the shoe. Yeah. Well, you tell me what's important to you. But... You ever have someone come back? Because I'll, I'll say it out loud. I'm very confident in my business's work and yeah, and what we bring to the table. Um, and so sometimes you'll just meet. In my seven years doing it, we've had one client who just is an asshole, right? And they're right. like never satisfied. Mm-hmm. And you could do anything. You try to keep reprimanding it, but you just feel like they're just an asshole. Just is, do you ever have that where someone just bitches about? Stuffing and you can't yeah, really correct so it. Yeah, so I haven't really had like a negative Nancy like postpone. Like if you are like such a bitch to me, like that's rude. Like yeah. <laughs> don't. But I'll be able to tell like if you're a right fit for me beforehand because I'll kind of get to know you beforehand and just feel you out because this is a collaboration and if we're not vibing, there's no point in this transaction. Mm. Do you ever do you ever beef with the videographers that are there at the wedding? No, but I work with some of them. Beef with the video. Yeah, yeah, right. I fucking love you, dude. That was funny. That's funny as fuck. Bro, it's a That's thing. funny as fuck. No, I don't beef with the video. I like, fuck out my He's way. I'm getting that shit, you know what I'm That's funny as fuck. No, I just work better with some than others. Okay. And, like, you vibe with people more. But sometimes, you know, videographers are annoying, like, they'll get in your way, so it's important to, like, vibe with one. Well, I remember... You, I'm you sister- beef with the building inspectors <laughs> Bruh, or something, oh. don't you? You've got some on-site beef, I know. <laughs> on-site I have, beef. Here's the thing, bro. I am a sarcastic asshole, right? Me so, too. So if you don't understand that... It's tough, because if someone comes at me with some sly shit, yeah. I'm quick. I'm, I will come at you, too, yeah. but you have to pick and pop your shots, right? Yeah. Because we're young, <laughs> and we have some clients that are older, they think they can talk down, yeah. and we don't like that. Yes. I have a story yeah, for that. We, <laughs> we yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, baby. We. I have a story to add to that. A time when someone kind of questioned my integrity and I was like, bitch, what? Okay. Do not. <laughs> but this is very rare. So wedding planners, like sometimes they can almost just like ruin your time. Like sometimes they're just doing the most that they're not helping. So long story short, I'm not going to say the name of this wedding, but when I was taking pictures of the bride and the groom after the ceremony, 
we do like the reception detail shots like right after that there's not a lot of time like the day is tight like you got to shoot fast so when you're done with the bride and the groom I went over to take the reception photos of the details before it fills up you know like it's gonna fill up and so the wedding planner I took the pictures I spent like 10 minutes on them and then the wedding planners were like hey did like did you take those photos like she was like when like literally got my face she was like (laughs) when like I don't think you took the pictures like you didn't take them like usually it takes 15 minutes and you were there for like five I didn't see you go there at all I'm like I don't know why you think I didn't take them like I did take them like just little scenarios like that it's like please don't tell me how to do my my job job. because when you're hiring a photographer like let's hope that that they know what they're doing and what shots to get and just that's why they picked you right they should they went with you because they trust you that I didn't take detail pictures when I could show them to you right now yeah. and we can move on. Contractors hate <laughs> designers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, like no chip in Joanna Gaines shit. Like yeah. it, it because if some are great, don't get me wrong. Some are fantastic at yeah. their job. But some, like she was saying, do so much extra. And they'll they'll pick colors and options. And they'll, they'll paint a whole entire house one color and they'll walk in and be like, mm, don't like it, switch it. Yeah. And just yeah. expect you to like flick your wrist to have a painter come and, and change yeah. it that day. Yeah. So it's Some not about pe- them, you know, it's about the client. That's correct. And like you know. delivering a good client experience. Like people can easily tell the difference between like a good and a great photo, but like they can definitely discern between like a good and a great experience. Mm. So I mean, I don't know what whatever where I was going with that. So I don't know. So you gotta sell both, and that's what makes right. it so incredible, right? Sell the experience right. and then back it up with the product. They're gonna remember how yeah. you made them feel. Like I remember how those wedding planners made me feel on that day. They made me feel like this big. So, is yeah. it usually the the bride that's booking you or the wedding planner that books the you? bride and a lot of wedding planners will like suggest photographers, but it just completely depends because maybe like a bride will be looking at a photographer like her whole life and she'll mm-hmm. be ready to book that person. Right. And like sometimes like a venue will only allow certain photographers to shoot at a certain venue. I don't know if you have you started wedding planning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, honestly, it's going good. Obviously, not to be She's like sexist. Typically, the in woman. the woman does majority work. That doesn't mean I don't care. I'm not yeah. going to say I'm not, like I have my yeah. opinions too. Oh. But, like, but like the other day, like for good. instance, a few weeks I ago, flowers heart. like flowers were on the menu. Yeah. I'm like, babe, no, like I can't. Like I'm, <laughs> I want our wedding to be beautiful, but I have no opinion on flowers. Yeah. You know, like I'll sit through. We sat through a Skype meeting. I'm I'm there. I'm present. Yeah, you'll like, chirp in when yeah, they yeah, talk like, when necessary. I don't but care. But the females you know, do usually. They, they do, do what they, they want, you know. and then they, like, you really don't have yeah. to say. <laughs> Here's a hot take, cute wedding question for you when you get married one day. Are you going to do a first look, <laughs> or do you want to see her for the first time Ooh, walking down the I'm aisle? I'm impressed you know that. That means not see the bride in the dress before you? So traditionally, in like, in a, like, <laughs> a, like in, in, at least in my family, it's like what tradi- I say traditional. The bride? JoJo. J- yeah. JoJo. Yeah, the bride. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to Jojo. pop out of a bush when you propose. <laughs> <That>. <laughs> You'll be there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In a bush. <laughs> I'll be but right yeah. next to her in the bush like, yes! <laughs> what are you thinking for first look? So I'm 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 old school like fake okay. Italian like I want to see her for the first time walking down the aisle. Aww, so I know like, like I know I know logistically wise it works better when you have a first look because you can yeah. take a lot of pictures. But right. like I I want to see her for the first time walking down that aisle. And that's beautiful, and you're entitled and, to that. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do one tradition on a wedding day that you don't want to do. Like my bride a couple weeks ago, her and her man were actually getting ready together, and like I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But oh. that's a good point of you. You don't have to do one tradition. But I love that, and I think like for people that do want to do a first look, it doesn't take away from that no. raw emotion yeah. coming down the aisle. 
but also it's going to be amazing because that's it. Gonna be so I'm with you. I mean, I feel like that's, I, I didn't realize there was another option. Yeah, first looks are big these I days. I thought, like, yeah. you don't get to see her until it's Learn something time. new every day. But yeah, that's kind of my plan. Mm-hmm. And then... Try not to cry and shit, you know? I think... Aww. I think the grooms are the cutest, man. <laughs> You're gonna be a sweet groom. Man. Big heart, big tears. A little sweat. Yeah. Little, little I can a lot of sweat. Um, yeah, it's an emotional day. I cry, even if I don't know them. It's uh, it's exciting, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It is... It is... Like, I don't view things as stressful, right? Like, there's a lot of decisions to be made, but I told Paige from the get-go... Like, if we make it stressful, I don't want to do it. Like, I'll, I'll get right. married with you in our fucking porch and call it a day. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I want this you to want be the fun. Day to feel good. I, yeah, and I want this to be fun. And so, really, like, the only request I had was the the no first look. I want to do a last dance. So, after every, I want the wedding, to, the, wedding, the wedding to stop so everyone leaves. Yeah. And of course, there's going to be a fucking after party, but everyone leaves. <laughs> and it's just you and your bride, and you do like a last dance. Oh, empty room. Empty room. Oh, and, and basically, it's the only time during the day besides when when you commence everything late that night that you'll be, that you'll be uh, by your, so just alone. So are you going to be like that reception star that you've talked about before of you're the crazy guy that's not afraid to dance? I don't Are you going to be that at your own wedding? A thousand percent. Yeah. You better be. Like, your I shirt am, better be so... No, no, no. Okay, so here's the, here's the <laughs> thing. Sweat. Okay, so I promised... Um, I'm not I promise. I want to. Obviously... I'm going to be drink probably beer, maybe one shot throughout yeah. the day. Like, obviously around extended family, whatnot, I'm not going to be fucking blacked out. I'm going to dance my ass off, probably get sweating, you know, absolutely, you know, ridiculous. But I, I want to I wanna remember. Dude, I'm paying a lot of money for this wedding. Yeah. I don't want to black out on my own wedding, <laughs> right, you know. you and, have to enjoy yeah. it. Now, now, we're getting married in the beautiful hills of Minnesota, but for some reason there's, a, like, a hard rock right there. It's called Treasure Island. It's basically hard rock. So after it, we're going to casinos, and oh, you know, basically going to like clubs there. Yeah. So I like live that, your that best life, King. I'm toast there. Yeah, but, you're toasted. Screwed. <laughs> but um, but during the wedding, I want to remember it. I want to just be like yeah. at a good vibe, you know, like fun, drunk. And, That's and, a great plan because yeah. I feel like a lot of people just go home after their wedding, and like I feel like you should live your best life. Well, exactly. Yeah. Just keep partying, you know. Yeah, and then, just keep partying. Like have like that serious romantic. So that's yeah. a good idea for bride and grooms i feel like everyone just feels obligated to go home like get that party bus and go off this again (laughs) it's not about the money but you pay a lot for one day and i want to experience that whole day at that point it is about the money because you literally can buy a house with the money that you're spending one day for so you better enjoy it so i'm gonna put you i'm gonna put you on blast right now if you got married next month who would you hire as your photographer Oh my gosh, that is so much pressure. I don't know. I truly don't know. I have this group of very empowering female photographers in South Florida, and I personally would want all of them to be there. So, okay, so collaboration. Multiple. Good yeah, answer. Yeah, it's literally Good like answer. a dozen. Like I would name them right now, but they know who they are. Okay, love mm-hmm. that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, there's so many great, talented photographers out there. It's just all about who you resonate with. And um. Lastly, what was your best piece of advice you had ever gotten? Was not prepared for that. This is a hard question. It it is. So, like, business-wise or just, like, life? Anything. Whatever hits you. Um, uh, Damn. I'm stuck, babe. She's stuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. It's okay. I have so much, like, so many different little things, but... Honestly, shout out to my good friend, Emily, who just actually passed away from cancer. Her best advice was just live. And that's what I'm going to keep doing because 
she put it very simply to just live and just not worry about it and just keep going. So nice. that's it. Just like live. That. Life is Period. too short. Yeah, yeah. life is too short. You know, and you, ha- and you exactly. I like after yeah after she passed, I would look back and watch her YouTube videos, and she would just be like, "Just live. Life is too short." And I'm just like, "You're right. Like that's <laughs> it. Period." Yeah. So that's it. Keep it simple. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Keep it simple. Full, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. There's always beauty in the inevitable. Cheers. Damn. That's a good, that's a good one. one. I like cheers, that one. Cheers. Yeah. Nice. Cheers. cheers to you, boy. Thank you. And Thank I'm you. so proud of you guys. This is dope. This is so much fun. Thank you so much. You did amazing. And I think I your could story... sit here and yap and drink all night. <laughs> um, well, guys, that is Berkeley's story. As you see, she is an incredible human. Um, I'm going to flex this real quick. I saw on your Instagram story the other day, you're booked all the way through 2022. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, you Damn, to- dog. Wait, wait, wait. No, I'm booked. So I'm fully booked for 2021. One. But 2022, I'm taking probably just a few more weddings. That's it. Right. Fully booked for weddings. Stop. Yeah. Congratulations. I've got like man. 25 weddings now, and I think I'll be burnt out if I take a few more, but I'm open to taking a few more. Wow. Depending, so that's inquire so awesome. where your hype ends. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Thank you Good so shit. much. Like for, I said, it, I'm, I'm so happy. It's for not you. an overnight success yeah. and you do have to put in the work yeah. so and i'm yeah. still learning and evolving and growing and i hope to keep growing so i know from talking to you now obviously you're a lot more wise as we all grow wiser as we get older um but what you're doing is amazing thank you you know on uh, um, um, behalf of both pete and i thank you for coming on and telling your story thank yeah. you so um, much for having me I'm i sure, love you guys i'm sure for all the men and women out there um, talking about your struggles and your pain and what you went through makes us all realize that we're, yeah. all, we're all not so different, as I always say. And um, to people out here, listen to what she's saying. She's way too fucking humble, and she's obviously doing amazing for herself. Thank uh, you so much. And I think you need to realize that more than you do because you put I'm a lot of pressure. I'm hard on myself. You put a lot of pressure on yourself. Yeah, which, which, that's another advice for yeah. you all. Don't be so hard on yourself. Which has built you to be the amazing woman you are, but Thank that doesn't you. mean... It's a fine line. I told Pete on on Saturday, I had a really rough day mentally, and I was I was killing myself. Yeah. And um, it all happens to us, but find that that balance and that peace between the two yeah. because you will just run yourself rampant. Right. Um, I love that you said that. Yeah. It's hard out here. It is. Don't be hard on yourself though. It's doesn't this is isn't worth sacrificing your mental mm. health being that hard on yourself. Just keep building. Rome wasn't built in a day. Hey. (laughs) Not the book of quotes coming back out. Oh, no. I'm leaving. Thank you guys for watching, viewing, and subscribing. If you have not hit that button, please do. Yes. Subscribe now. Die later, please. (laughs) Cheers. This is Berkeley, guys. Peace.